0: Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. I want to talk about AI and astronomy. Now, one area of AI that is really important is anomaly detection. Anomaly detection is finding outliers statistically in the data. And what that means um, is in that area of the third standard deviation. That third standard deviation is a very small part of the bell curve. And it would represent extreme points in the data set. So where could this be applied? Well, I think one area is exoplanets. Another is supernovas. And I want to talk about supernovas there was a supernova called ASSN-15PZ. And why was it so bright and hot? Well, that's kind of almost an understatement compared to our sun. Um, It was known as a transit object called a superluminous supernova, discovered May 24, 2015 in the galaxy in the constellation Pegasus. It was discovered by um, ASASSN, which is the All-Sky Automated Survey for Supernova, which almost implies that it was using AI to look at certain parts of the sky and then identify objects that could be supernovas. the all-sky automated survey for supernova is a network of eight wide-field telescopes in Hawaii, Arizona, and Chile and their sole purpose is to search for supernovas now the this particular supernova the ASASSN15 was the brightest and most energetic supernova ever discovered it was Nearly three point eight billion light years away it was fifty times brighter than the average supernova and about three times three thousand times brighter than the previous record holder. It may have been the first time astronomers have observed a supernova with a luminosity exceeding that of a of a central black hole in the host galaxy. Well, that's assuming that the uh, black holes exist um I think that there is not black holes per se uh, where you're talking about a dimension breach, but that they are, there's basically just plasma and mass and uh, plasma at a certain mass would appear like a super supernova or it would appear like a black hole. So going back to the supernova. It's hot and bright because the progenitor star was a massive star and lost most of its hydrogen envelope and was surrounded by a hot, dense shell of helium. Uh, That's based on the fusion model where hydrogen releases its energy through fusion and becomes helium. And helium um, then, when when it explodes, expels expels its hydrogen layer, leaving a, uh, a helium layer or a core, and that core then uh, is believed to become a set of compressed down into the neutro- neutrons as it overcomes uh, certain barriers that prev- like the strong force barrier. I think they call it the Coulomb barrier. Now, are supernovas the most massive stars? Um, no, there's stars that are bigger. And will these massive stars go supernova? Not necessarily. Supernova seems to be almost like an electric discharge. If you look at the um, electric universe theory, it is almost like a short-circuit event. For example, pulsars. They uh, pulse at a, at a certain cycle, and it, it's almost as if it's uh, breaking the circuit and uh, rather than a super rapid spin that somehow is creating discharge. It's more like an electrical event. And supernovas also follow that same uh, pattern of electrical vent in the plasma uh, buildup and discharge. however stars with more than 150 mass solar masses can also explode into supernova even that this uh, exotic type of supernova that we're talking about a hypernova is thought to be the result of a core collapse of a massive star after it's run out of nuclear fuel, fuel. and that becomes what what is believed to be a neutron star and Physicists say that when that event happens, it creates a black hole. A S A S S N fifteen P Z was the only supernova discovered in the last twenty five years, so it's a pretty rare event. And probably with AI, we will discover more supernovas. And what they've found is that supernovas don't always exist on the edge of the known. Universe, which would be what 15 billion light years now away, but uh, they're finding supernovas in the interior, closer, uh, uh, much closer to us than was believed possible, according to the Big Bang theory. Which I don't think the Big Bang actually exists, and it's more of a mathematical explanation of the universe the universe is uh, constantly expanding. It's not expanding at a faster speed than light because nothing uh, travels faster than light. So therefore, the universe is expanding uniformly and it is not expanding spherically as Einstein theorized, but it's uh, expanding uniformly. Astronomers discovered an explosion in 1987 and was probably caused by a star with more than 150 masses. This explosion was triggered by the collapse of the star's core after it ran out of nuclear fuel. The explosion is called SN 1987A. Now, how powerful is the supernova ASSN 15PZ? it generates 20 times the light of the Milky Way combined. It is 500 billion times brighter than the sun. Scientists are questioning how this is possible for a star that is 2.7 or 8 billion um, light years away. So what they are thinking now is they want to call it a magnetar. A magnetar is a neutron star whose pressure and heat is burning at a rate so fast that it gives off an enormous amount of X-ray and light. The universe is mostly plasma. It's doubtful that the gravity winds crushing the proton and electron energy states causing a runaway fusion reaction that is burning up matter. Instead... The supernova gamma burst are electrical effect of a strong current running through the universe. Hmm. That's the, according to the electric, uh, uh, electric Universe theory. A hypernova is the explosion of a massive star greater than eight times the mass of the sun that has undergone a supernova explosion. The supernova usually caused by a shockwave from the explosion of a massive star colliding with the outer layers of the star that were ejected by the supernova. The shockwave can compress the wall of the outer layer so much that it explodes with a force that is much larger than the original supernova. This is the most likely candidate for hypernova is a magnetar a very strong magnetic field star that presumably collapses into a black hole. There was an article written um, called AI Helps Discover New Space Anomalies and it was put out by physics.org. This team is called uh, SNAD Team. It's an international network of researchers, and they have a bunch of famous people on their staff. And they have been working to discover uh, space anomalies, and so far they've discovered 11 of them. The researchers analyzed digital images of the northern sky, sky taken in 2018 using a KD tree to detect, detect anomalies. Uh, I actually don't know what KD tree is. Um, that would be interesting. But it's some form of machine learning algorithm. And they're using the machine learning algorithm to automate their search searches. Um, the total number of observations in the 20th century was still relatively small. The volume of data drastically increased with the arrival of large-scale astronomical surveys. And so they, with these more powerful cameras, they started to survey the northern sky and generated... About one point four terabyte of data per night of observation, well, you can imagine how fast an exobyte would uh, would occur. so you take your terabytes and then at a thousand uh, terabytes you get a pentabyte, and then a thousand pentabytes you would have a um, uh, an exobyte so then that would mean a thousand times a thousand, which would be a million. So a million uh, terabytes of data would be an exabyte. So they've got lots of data that they're, digital data that they're analyzing, and now they need an automated way to search through that data looking for things like variations of object brightness as a function of time uh, identify flashes of light in the sky, and then follow the follow that light to see whether or not that light becomes brighter or weaker over time. So they'd have to have some system of analyzing millions of of points in the sky uh, with million real light curves, and then catalog that. And they did that, and they called that catalog ZTF. 2018, and they they um, in the catalog they have seven simulated live curve models of types of objects under st- study, and they follow some 40 parameters, including the aptitude of the object's brightness and time frame. One scientist said we described the properties of our simulations using a set of characteristics expected to be observed in a real astronomical body. In the data set of approximately a million objects, we were looking for super powerful supernova, type 1A supernova, type 2 supernova and tidal disruption events. The authors a scientist that stated that was Konstine uh, Malinchukovic. Anyway, he's working his postdoctorate at University of Illinois at Urban champaign So basically, they, de- they using these forty parameters, they are looking for objects as anomalies and so they they will take and filter out the objects that don't have certain properties of light and variation in those light and prediction predictable positions in the sky and what's left is the anomalies and the way they're uh, creating those characteristics is by the light curve Um, so, the, they run the data through the curve data through the KD tree algorithm. And it's this, it states that the KD tree is a geometric data structure for splitting space into smaller parts by cutting it with hyperplanes, planes, lines, or points. So, in that way, they can uh, then identify a piece of space and that, that piece of space then can be analyzed for certain properties uh, associated with a supernova. This approach, that's kind of like, in my mind, the way it's describing it, it works like partitioning in 3D graphics where you take and partition up your space into units and then Break that that space up into subunits, and keep reducing until uh, you get enough definition that it makes sense. The SNDTAD team have identified 15 nearest neighbors, and also 105 matches in total as anomalies. And then they can come back and look at those anomalies and analyze them to confirm that these anomalies could be good candidates for supernova or uh, tidal disruption events. So they're hoping to find rare objects in the sky as they analyze all this data and apply machine learning to, uh, to process the data and look for anomalies. They, in the last part um, Kornovilov states their observed manifestations are expected to differ from the properties of known objects. In the future, we will try to use our method to discover new classes of objects.